0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.
1: Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com.
0: Broadcasting from the mercedes Man Cave, here's Dan Patrick.
1: Final hour on
2: this Monday, Dan and the Danettes. Mine is Fritzie. Hope he's feeling better, and hope we have him back in service tomorrow. Reggie Miller will join us coming up in about 15 minutes. A few things to talk to Reg about, including the memorial service to commemorate Kobe Bryant and his daughter and uh, the other seven who died in that helicopter crash back in January uh, 26th, and it will take place at uh, Staples Center. It's a chance for an entire city to come together and mourn. And Los Angeles sports fans sometimes get a bad rap. They arrive late, they leave early, that whole thing, but you can't question their love for the Lakers, for Kobe Bryant. Just like Magic Johnson, Kobe's part of the fabric of that city, beloved by so many and they're going to put 20000 the in, this, in uh, Staples Center, and that won't be even enough because you could probably uh, triple that if you, you wanted to get. You'd probably get uh, close to 80000 requests, I believe. Uh, so many people in Southern California who loved Kobe Bryant still feel surreal that he's gone. So the people in Los Angeles and sports fans across the country continue to mourn. Today is the day to show Kobe's family just how much he meant to that community and to a sport and to a country. RIP, Kobe, and uh, your daughter and the other seven who died in that helicopter crash. Yeah, you start – it's still surreal. When I watch these games, uh, they'll be like tribute games. I, I watched a good portion of the 81-point game. I watched a good portion of the 60-point final game of his career. And you just see the smile on his face when he was around his daughter. and. What they were starting, you know, the beginning, the embryonic stages of that relationship and his other daughters, uh, those poor people who were in that helicopter who died as well. So, you know, it's sad. And I know it's supposed to be sort of a celebration of life with Kobe, but you can't help but think about his death. And uh, the 20,000 people there, uh, hopefully it's cathartic for you as well. Because... You know, they, I said this that day, that Monday when I came in, I said, there's no handbook, there's no guidebook that says this is how you do a show after something tragic happens. And you just sort of, you're just honest. I and mean, that was the approach we had. I didn't tell the Dan Ants what my approach was that day. I just said, let's, let's just do it. Let's just do our best. And hopefully that's good enough. But I think trying to show awareness, sensitivity, um, Talk about the good things, the positive things, because when you dwell on that negative, I, you know. I, I, one of the first things I thought of is that all-star jersey that we have in the man cave that we're showing right now on Audience Channel 239 in BR Live. That he he signed that all-star jersey, and it, it's hanging here in the man cave. But a lot of great memories. He squeezed a lot into his life. That's for sure. Uh, so we'll talk to Reggie Miller uh, coming up. By the way, Zion had another great performance. Um, Lakers beat the Celtics with LeBron. He's fade away there. Yes. he.
3: What is Kobe? He signed it. Did he sign it to the, to the white Mamba? Yes. On there?
2: Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Then, yeah. Yeah. It's usually most guys sign best wishes. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, I think the people from Adidas <laughs> helped us with that and he signed it. And I, I think they said, well, who, what jerseys do you want? And I, I'd mean, like, I don't, you know, give me LeBron in there. Uh, I think uh, Derrick Rose is in there. Uh, Mari Stoudemire is in there for some reason. Kevin Love is in there. And, and they said, well, what do you want them to sign? You know, I said, tell Kobe to sign it to the white mom.
4: <laughs> he must have been laughing. I,
2: yeah, well, he listened to the show, and he certainly listened whenever we had Reggie on. And, well, he had a sense of humor about it, and I appreciated that. All right, best and worst of the weekend. We uh, spent some time talking to David Ayres. He works for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's the uh, former Zamboni driver and made his debut over the weekend and played for Carolina even though he's employed by Toronto, and he ended up getting the win for uh, helping Carolina beat Toronto. He joined us last hour. Mike Florio and trying to help us understand, is there going to be a 17-game schedule? There will be. The problem has been all along. it's a foregone conclusion there was going to be a 17-game schedule. This is the only bargaining chip. Like, this is an unbelievable bargaining chip for the players. But you got to get it right because what's it been? 1978, the last time we changed the schedule, that's 42 years that we've gone a 16-game schedule. You're going to 17? That's a big deal. And the players got to get it right. We talked about the Tyson Fury knockout over uh, Deontay Wilder. And it was the right decision by his corner. Now, you know, if you're going to throw in the towel, live to see another day. Uh, live to see another fight. And at that age, and you take that kind of punishment, there's certain fights that never leave a boxer. I still believe, unfortunately in my heart of hearts, that the rope-a-dope when, uh, when George Foreman was just punishing Ali on the ropes, it, it just it stayed with him in like, there are certain fights, certain punches, certain results that just stay with you. You don't want that to happen to Deontay Wilder. And if you're going to try to get a third fight in there, then throw in the towel. Because your, your fighter was in trouble, I think, after the third round. Tyson Fury is a lot of fun, though, man. He is a lot of fun. This is what you want. You want somebody who is must-see TV. You know... Anthony Joshua may look like he's out of a superhero movie, but he's—I'm not, not. There's no tune-in factor. You know, Ruiz, you tuned in because you go, "All right, that guy's out of shape. He's a novelty there." Deontay Wilder, all right, has a personality, but he's 34. You know, even Klitschko, Klitschko looked like he could have been in a Rocky movie, and he was great, but there was nothing about—there was nothing exciting about him. Only if he fought his brother, that would have been interesting. Right? That's about it. Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson, at the time, those who were around that sport, and I was around that sport probably more than I wanted to be, knew that Mike Tyson did not want to fight Lennox Lewis. Held off for years fighting Lennox Lewis. And there's a reason. Lennox Lewis was boringly great. I mean, he was a wonderful person to be around he was just efficiently great. There just wasn't any – he had a unique look. He had his accent there. But there was nothing – you know, people just were like, okay, Mike Tyson, unless he knocks him out in the first round, is not going to win this. But when's the last time you went, man, I know who the heavyweight champ of the world is? You do now with Tyson Fury. Uh, let me see. Any other headlines here mention – oh, the combine is going on today. I guess there's some new drills for TV. <laughs> Are we going to have the fastest forty turned in here in history,
4: McLevin? Possibly, Henry Ruggs, Alabama receiver. Yes, people are saying he could fly. He only weighs 188 pounds, so that's set up pretty good, right?
2: Well, usually it helps if you only weigh 188 that you can fly. It's when you weigh 188 and you can't fly, then chances are that might come back and haunt you. Yeah, Paul. Has any
0: position, uh, what position do you think speed is least important of the skill positions? Because it seems like there's a lot of wide receivers who don't run great 40 times and made great players. Physical guys. Des Bryant wasn't the fastest.
2: Well, I would say, is quarterback your 40? It's becoming more important, but I don't care what your 40 is. I want you to be able to escape. And I think it's more of a your 10 time or 15 yards. That That to me is where you get out of the pocket, get away from a defensive player. You can get out of bounds or you can slide. If it takes you a little time to get into top end speed, you know, you might you might get hit. And I think that would be important for me. Um corners you gotta be able to run. And what other skill position? Tight end? Feels like tight ends it, that speed is now becoming even more important. Because you're not a blocker. It's like you're a receiver who's a blocker. Like George Kittle
4: is a throwback, because he's a really good blocker as a tight end. But he can run, yeah, I'm a club Feels like there are a lot more human beings who are 6'5", 250, a tight end who run like a four six. Like there were none of them when I was growing up, and now every team's got like two. So human beings, as opposed to who? Uh you made places. it seem like somebody
2: else plays the position. You went, you know, a lot of human beings who are. Well, right. I don't know what the rules are these
4: days. You're right. I don't think. Okay. I'm, yeah. Yeah. But, I wasn't sure. But That's Kellen
0: a, Winslow never. He, he back in the day, he was the best tight end in the '80s. But he wasn't a true tight end. He, and he never looked in physically intimidating. He was just a little taller than ever, the, the wide receiver.
2: And Tony Gonzalez the same way. Um, Shannon Sharp looked like a tight end, but he could run. I mean, it goes back to there are other guys who, who could run at that position. It's just It felt like Belichick said, you know, I can really get an advantage here if my tight ends can beat your linebacker. And you had Gronk and you had Hernandez. And his deep weapons were his tight ends. And then everybody, it felt like fell in line with him and went, oh, my God. We, we can get an athletic guy at tight end and use him as our feature guy. Or have him go down the field. Yeah. All right, so the Combine's going on, of course, hand size. We started out with breaking news about hand size with the quarterbacks because that apparently is really, really important. Wouldn't you think hand size would be important for wide receivers? When's the last time you heard somebody say, you know, you got, got got big hands? Like the kid from Alabama, Ruggs, big hands. I don't know if anybody goes, oh, my God, my receiver's got big hands. What if your receiver has small hands? But that quarterbacking position, you better have big hands here. Yeah, see. But don't you kind of want Ruggs more now? You're like, dang, this dude's got massive hands. I do, but nobody talks about the receiver's hand size. I don't know what DK Metcalf's hand size is. They're probably jacked. His hands are jacked. <laughs> Does anybody have like 11s? Does anybody have like hands that say like Rawlings on it? It's just, it's huge. It's like a glove,
0: baseball glove. Yeah, Paul. When the wide receivers at the Combines do drills, do they have gloves on or no, no gloves? I think they have gloves on. Would you test them with no gloves? Because then it's more of a test of their hands. Or would you test them with gloves? Because that's real. Well, you're going to be playing with gloves.
2: And hands. Yeah, but if I have the gloves on, my hands are a whole lot better.
0: But I think I could tell someone's talent more if they catch the ball well without gloves. Well,
2: how well do you think Odell Beckham Jr. can catch a football? He's worse with two hands than one hand. I know that. Yeah. He's got huge hands, I believe. But do you see that story where the Patriots could trade for him? The Patriots have been enamored with OBJ for how long? A couple of years now. When he was with the Giants. And now, what are you going to trade for him? I don't think he's with the team next year. It just feels like Odell Beckham is, is elsewhere, depending on what you could get for him. But if I'm the Patriots and I'm going to bring back Tom Brady, I'm going to get a tight end and I'm going to get a wide receiver.
4: Yeah, club. By the way, we have the biggest hand size in combine history. Okay. okay. He's a player who was actually very impactful this year. He's a defensive lineman. Played uh, in the Super Bowl. DeForest mm-hmm. Bruckner. Yes. 11, tied for the biggest ever at 11 and three quarters. And then he's tied with Goster Terrell. And then J.J. Watt, I think, is above 11.
3: So there you go. Yes. Just to yeah. update that DK Metcalf story, Dan, yeah. I have his hand size. Okay. Like he was nine and seven eighths. Oh. Massive hands. Not the biggest hands, though, last year. The biggest hands I could find from last year at, yeah, again, probably 10 and two eighths. I think
0: that's 10 and a quarter.
3: Yeah, I don't understand that. 10 and 2
2: eighths, Riley Ridley. Like when they say like 9 and 4 eighths, I I don't understand what – I wasn't good at math, but that doesn't seem like that – it's just kind of easy to keep it all uniform. Yeah, I get it. I kind of appreciate it, actually.
0: Football guys don't convert things from one thing to another. They don't do that.
2: Yeah, but they always want to have their own terminology, now their own math. What about us people who really struggled with math?
3: <laughs> we need well, I think they're helping
2: us actually. Are they? Yeah, yeah. So nine and four
3: eighths. Yeah, because now you're not like. Wait a minute. What's bigger, a <laughs> uh, quarter or
2: three eighths? How do you? Where do you stand on five eighths?
4: That's the mystery. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, McLovin.
4: Uh, I'd say one more combine story. Everyone's heating up. Is the Joe Burrow does his interviews? I think tomorrow. Oh, okay. And Cincinnati and Burrow's become the number one combine. Story. Nine a.m. tomorrow, oh. Joe Burrow. Are we going to
2: do live coverage wall of Joe wall. Burrow?
4: Wall to wall. How does he approach that?
2: I'm going to guess he's vague. But, now, okay, if he's vague tomorrow, I don't want to hear from you, Bengal fans. I don't want to hear from you because I've certainly heard from you prior to this. He's been vague. He's had a month to prepare for the, this day tomorrow when he meets with the media, and they're going to say, "Joe, let's just. Do you want to be a Bengal? Just yes or no. Do you want the Bengals to take you? Yes or no. Who wouldn't want to be a Bengal? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said yes or no, Joe. That's always been the dream. That's it. No, yes or not casual. Do you want to be a Bengal? Absolutely. That'd be super for anyone who wouldn't. <laughs> It's a yes or no. You can't say another one. If you do, then I have to smack you. I would like to think that <laughs> smack if I was available in the Bengals were. All right. Uh, we'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. Man, I get sidetracked. Uh, I got to get Reggie Miller here. So we'll take a break. And then uh, right before Reg, we can do best and worst. Or after Reg, we'll do best and worst of the weekend. All right. We'll take a break. Coming up on 16 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show.
5: Yeah, do it. I'm feeling great, man. We have a dance in the house
4: tonight. Yes, we do,
5: man. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Tights are here. You're
1: about to go off, dude. We ready to do this stuff? We're
4: ready to rock, man. You
1: ready to rock, yeah, guys.
4: Ready to roll. Mike, you ready?
1: Ready. Ready. Listen free to the Hot Boxman, exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com.
2: Best and worst of the weekend. We'll have that for you coming up. NBA season continues to roll on. NBA League Pass has you covered. Watch live out-of-market games anytime, anywhere. NBA League Pass. Visit NBA.com or the NBA app to subscribe today. He's uh, Reggie Miller. Reg will be on the call for the Blazers Pacers. That'll be coming up Thursday at 8 Eastern on TNT, along with the award-winning Kevin Harlan and uh, Kristen Ledlow. Reg joins us now. I don't know what the feeling is like in Los Angeles today, Reg, this uh, celebration of life with Kobe and his daughter at Staples. Uh, What kind of feeling do you think it's going to be like
4: there?
5: Well, I think it's a chance for – Especially the l a base fans, the ones who followed Kobe's journey as well as his daughters, it's a chance for them to say goodbye. Um, it's This is a very difficult thing to navigate because Kobe is he he was part of the people. He was a people's person, and this is a chance for them to not only pay their respects but to celebrate. Uh, the man, the young man that he was when he came to them, when he was 17 or 18, um, and then tragically left us at such a young age. So, um, I'm sure it'll be a little bit therapeutic for a lot of people. Um, I know they're expecting a lot of people. Um, but I think this is a good chance for people to say their goodbyes. People here are still processing, processing this loss here. It's, Because, you know, I go through days where you just shake your head because you cannot believe it. Um, Here it's a little bit different. I I don't know where it is around the rest of the country, but here it's just people are still a little bit in a fog or a daze because they still just can't come to grips that that Kobe is gone.
2: On the basketball floor, Mm -hmm. who was better offensively of anybody you were around?
5: That I've ever played against?
2: Yeah. Like, where does he fit into that conversation?
5: Oh, he's, I would say, if, if him and Michael were probably my two, him, Michael, and Mitch Richmond were probably my three worst guys that I've ever had to go against. Mm. All posed different challenges. Um, at that shooting guard position, um, Kobe was so complete. Um, He was a mirror image of MJ, um, in my opinion, Um, both strong, quick, athletic. Um, The Rock, Mitch Richmond, was a little bit more physical, um, had a little bit more of a a better post-up game. But those three were probably my toughest covers throughout my 18-year career.
2: Yeah, because, you know, there's one thing. There's a lot of guys who have a lot of talent, but then there's that little gene or characteristic that they want to they kill you. They, yeah. they, and, and, you know, we saw that with Jordan. I'm sure Bird had that as well. I don't know if Magic had it. Uh, Isaiah at times had it. Like, but Kobe, it felt like that was on all the time. It's like a nightlight that was always on, and it, it, he couldn't turn it off.
5: I try to tell people all the time, Michael and Kobe, they wanted to embarrass you in front of your family and friends. They didn't care. And it was almost like they were missing that, that care gene, right? <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't sympathize with you. Um, and Kobe was very much the same way MJ was. Um, a little bit different away from the court. Uh, once you kind of got to know them a little bit, but on the court um, never showed you their cards at all.
2: Yeah, I hope it's cathartic for Laker fans because this is, as you said, like you can't you can't be in Los Angeles without feeling something, seeing something, talking to somebody, and the fact that Vanessa and those three little girls are going to be there today. And I hope it's in some ways cathartic for them as well. But you know, I love the numerology that you have two for Gianna and 24 for Kobe, and you know, to be able to celebrate life, which It would be very difficult, but, uh, you know. And
5: everywhere you drive around here and go, there's billboards, there's murals, there's paintings, there's uh, posters, there's billboards, um, all for Kobe and Gigi. And let's say this, too, and for the other sevens that was lost as well Mm -hmm. Um, because we can't forget about them. Um, So I think this is a celebration really for all nine people that were on that helicopter. And it's a chance in some small way for some people just to say goodbye or to tell a story or to have a brief encounter you may have had with one of these nine people. It's a chance for you to um, say thank you. Um, You know, we praise and we will honor you. We will continue your legacy, whatever that may have been for, you know, any one of these nine people, but it, it's just a great chance, you know, to hug one another. And, you know, while people are here, we need to be a little bit more accepting and appreciate people here, you know, because it happened so sudden. A lot of people didn't get a chance to really tell Kobe, Gigi, of these other nine people goodbye or what they felt. I think this is, it's been a reality check for people to start looking at people that are in the present in the know now, and tell people how much you appreciate them while they're on God's green earth.
2: Reggie Miller on the call, the Hall of Famer. He's got the game Thursday night. Blazers, Pacers, did you watch the fight?
5: Oh, who didn't? Yes, I did. I was a little surprised. I I thought Tyson would end up winning, but I didn't think he was going to beat him down like that. I really didn't.
2: Um you you know what people forget is he's he's actually a better boxer than, yeah, uh, than yeah. Dante Wilder. Wilder is a puncher. Fury can punch you, but he's a he's a pretty nimble guy for being that big. He's a good boxer.
5: And people did uh, like for those who don't follow the fight game, uh Tyson Fury's footwork. Yeah. You know, you you mentioned boxing. His footwork is phenomenal and being able cuz he knew One punch could end his day, right? So he was waiting for that overhand right by Deontay. But he jabbed him to death, broke his eardrum, threw off his equilibrium, and the rest was history. Um, And then licked his blood. That was a little bizarre. That was a little crazy,
2: wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, even for Tyson Fury, (laughs) that was crazy. I went, I think he just licked his blood. (laughs) But he's a showman, too, right? I
5: mean... He gets the, you know, he starts every fight like the gladiators, you know, that whole chant. He's kind of like that. You know, get the crowd and you'll win your freedom. He got the crowd behind him. Um, You know, he came into this fight a star and he left a superstar. He is a superstar in the sport of boxing now. And I guess now, I guess everyone wants to see him in Anthony Joshua. I think that's the next big fight unless there is a... Rematch clause between Deontay and, and Tyson, but it was a good fight. I didn't think he was going to beat him down like that.
2: Yeah, and then to see him uh, have his corner throw in the towel in the uh, seventh round. Uh, switching to some basketball, I was watching the Lakers and the Celtics yesterday. Jason Tatum is is the the star that nobody talks about now. He's getting a little bit more attention here, but it's that position that gives the Lakers problems. There's two things that I looked at yesterday. That, that that talented three, that wing guy who can hurt you inside and outside. And also, LeBron's free throw shooting is still an issue. After all yeah. these years, you've got to make these free throws because you're going to have the ball in your hands. And do they have somebody who can shut down, lock down, and at least contain one of those you know talented wing players? And I think that that's a big concern for the Lakers in how far they go in the postseason. Your thoughts.
5: And think about Boston as well, because you mentioned Tatum, but you also have Jalen Brown and you also have Gordon Hayward. So you have three talented wing players that are all long athletic and can take you off the bounce. Uh, you know, Tatum, the All Star, has played phenomenal this past. I think he's averaged 30 points over the last, you know, this past month. So. Um, he's good, man. Yeah, you know, he's very good. And now you can see why Danny Ainge and that. Celtic Trust hung on to those assets in him because he was going to be part of that Anthony Davis potentially being traded to Boston where, you know, Anthony Davis says, look, I'm not going to sign with Boston, and that's probably why it didn't happen. But um, hmm. the Boston – but here, here's the problem with the Celtics. It's not the Lakers. How are they going to solve that problem in Milwaukee <laughs> and that lane? We talked about the three lanes that they have – can they ha- do? They have enough to get past that length and the versatility of the Milwaukee Bucks. It's not the Lakers they're worried about. They better be worried about that Greek freak.
1: Well,
2: also the Raptors have been playing as good a basketball as anybody. They're seventeen and one since the middle of January here, and not that they're the same nope. as they were last year, but they are playing extremely well.
5: Championship DNA, right? Everyone keeps counting them out. Everyone's talking about Miami and Milwaukee, Boston, rightfully so. But at the end of the day, there's only one team that has the belt around their waist, and that's Toronto. And they have shown that. And through all the, they've had multiple injuries this year to key players: Lowry, uh, Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka, and Nick Nurse. The head coach has found ways to navigate this. These guys understand how to play well as a team, and they just pounded my Pacers last night into submission. I mean, it wasn't even close. So uh, keep sleeping on Toronto because Toronto could be one of those teams. I would not be surprised if they could upset Milwaukee again. Now, I know they don't have the great closer in Kawhi, but collectively as a team, they're as good as they get.
2: All right, if I said let's have a draft on the teams that will win the championship, I give you the first pick and I get the next two.
5: I'm going with Milwaukee.
2: Okay. So and Your
5: next two would be?
2: I'm going to take the Lakers and the Clippers.
5: And then I would probably go with Toronto and Boston.
2: No, no, you don't get two picks. You no, get, I one. get one.
5: I'll go with Toronto.
2: All right. So you got Toronto and Milwaukee. You got the East and I got the West winning the championship. Mm-hmm. All
5: right. I think the three best teams are Milwaukee and the two L.A. teams. Okay. Um, but the problem is the two L.A. teams, only one one can come out.
2: Well, I thought Joel Embiid is the best player in the world.
5: According to Joel
2: but I thought he was saying that he's among the best players. I I, like I I looked at the headline and I was like, is he really saying he's the best player? I don't have any problem if he says he's the best. Like everybody was like, me oh either. my god, he said he's the yeah, best player. Me like, either he's like, supposed to say that. Yeah,
5: supposed to say that. What if yeah, he said, you know,
2: I think I'm the 14th best player in the NBA. <laughs> like so you I have thought no you were with him saying that. You thought you were. I mean, if I said it like, – I thought I was – look how dumb I – I
5: thought I was better than George. <laughs> <laughs> how dumb am I? <laughs> Michael who? I, I don't care. <laughs> in reality, no. But, look, if, if Philly wants to get back – and we thought Philadelphia was going to give Milwaukee a run this season for that best record in the Eastern Conference. They've got to get better on the road. And I know people are trying to, you know, tear Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid – the first concern is the back of Ben Simmons and how long he'll be out. I know he's yeah. supposed to be getting an MRI. They don't know how long he'll be out. Didn't right? he
2: get hurt at the All-Star game, Reg? He may have. I think he fell, and it was kind of quiet that he got injured there. And uh, now all of a sudden it's sort of you know, being brought to light there. But uh, I, got a, I got another question for you. Yes, sir. I, I'm trying to understand why LeBron is not going to win the MVP, that it's going to be Giannis.
5: I think the top three will probably be Giannis, LeBron, and probably Luca. Um, Luca has missed some time, but he's no. come back and hasn't missed a beat. Those will probably be the finalists. Um,
2: LeBron, do you know the last time LeBron won the MVP? The year? Yeah.
5: What, six or seven years ago? Yeah,
2: it was 2013, 2012-2013. He was 28 the last time he won an MVP.
5: He is certainly deserving of the MVP this year.
2: In that a, he's a great – story. I know we love stories. We've, yes, we've, we do. We've written a story on Westbrook. We've written a story on Harden. We've written a story on the Greek Freak. And now we can rewrite the story on LeBron James. he got tons of mileage. There's no load management. The guy is out there playing, leading the league in assists, and he has been a – he's been the best player on his own team. I, I – I, as much as the Greek freak, you can say he's the best player in basketball. I have no problem with that. But LeBron. So your better
5: story your better story yes. is LeBron. Yes. I can't fault anything you said right there. Okay. But okay. if you're going strictly by numbers, you've got better numbers by Le, uh, Greek freak, and he has the best record and has a chance to win 70 games. I know. that's a pretty, That's a pretty good story as well. And and like like LeBron, no load management has played what ninety percent of the games this year, and brings it every day.
2: Do you know that LeBron has played three complete seasons of playoff basketball games, two hundred and thirty-nine playoff games? So when we say he's thirty-five,
5: he's not really. He's really like 37, 30, 38.
2: Yes, and he's doing this at a at a still at a high level against guys who are ten years younger than him. Green. I don't know. I just, I, 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 I love the story. We love the story. And speaking of which, Zion Williamson could, did we underestimate <laughs> Zion? We <Williamson>? did. <laughs> you and I, we both did. I
5: did. We thought, did. We thought hey, pack it in, get ready, yeah. win the rookie of the year next year. But uh, he has proved a lot of people, including myself, wrong.
2: Well, um, I just didn't, I wanted to maybe temper the ex- expectations for him because it felt like they were unfair, and maybe I was trying to protect him in some way. I don't know, but I thought, you know what? If he puts up Julius Randall numbers of 20 and 10, that right. I would I would love that. And now it looks like 20 and 10. Come on, you know, you got to be kidding me. I
5: want him to get to the finish line. So there's still what 25 ish games to go. Can
2: he win the Rookie of the Year?
5: No. No, you just can't come in. Uh, you know, he's only played a month's, work, a month's worth of games here. John Morant's been around since the end of October, so.
2: No, no. I just think, you know how, you, I'm just throwing he it out there, Rich. He has
5: the name. He I, has the name. John Morant,
2: Moran the... he deserves it. John Morant has been great. And, yeah. and, and, but But Zion, if he continues to do this for 20 more games, He won't
5: play 20 more games because they will load manage him. All right. There's some back-to-backs left in there, so he won't play. What if
2: they make the playoffs and they they beat Memphis out for that eighth spot?
5: Okay. Now, (laughs) that's a different story. Now we can start talking. If they find a way to catch Memphis and make the playoffs and he continues to play like this, Zion is our rookie of the year. I'm going with that.
2: All right. Reg will be on the call with Kevin Harlan, Kristen Ledlow. That'll be Thursday. It will be the Blazers and the Pacers. Reggie goes back home to Indiana. I'm going back to Indiana. <laughs> Indiana where, where is your jersey? Where's your jersey in the building?
5: I believe it may be next to Uncle Mel Daniels. Okay. I know it's up there. Yeah, or Ro- or Mr. Roger Brown. Is either Uncle Mel or Mr. Roger Brown. You've got to respect your ABA elders. They paved the way for a lot of us.
2: Now, where is Travis best uniform compared to yours? <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere in there. It's in a locker, like underneath by the – Austin you know, Crozier's oh. uh, jersey.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you, you got a lot of jokes from my fellow teammates there, Theodore. Yeah, well,
2: and maybe if I put both Davis brothers together, maybe I would have had a complete player.
5: Well, I will say this. The Davis brothers.
2: They protected you. Point,
5: yes, they did. <laughs> Rick Smith should be having his number retired up there. There's a lot of great Pacers players that numbers need to be in the rafters as well.
2: Uh, uh, didn't, didn't Travis Best score 81 points in a high school game?
5: He did. Yeah. He, he was Kobe before Kobe. Ball hog.
2: What's wrong with guys getting like record number assists in high school? You guys always got to score.
5: Let me score. ask you a question. In Dayton, Ohio, what was your career high? Thirty-six. Back in Dayton?
2: Thirty-six and thirty-two minutes. That's it. Well, I didn't play thirty thirty-two minutes. I played less than that, and there was no three-point shot.
5: Okay, so did most of this come from outside, or well, of course so it hard? did. I,
2: I was known as Mister Outside in high school. I was Mister Way Outside, Reg.
5: Okay, uh, I'm just hey.
2: No, just, it sounded. Like, no, no, they know because I tell them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know way too much. They know more than they want to. I'm Mr. Way Outside.
5: I like that, Mr. Way Outside. Thank you for having me. Thank on the you, time.
2: Reg. All, all right, hard. Reggie Aloysius Miller Jr. The Third. Take a break. Our best and worst of the weekend coming up next here, Dan Patrick Show.
1: I'm feeling great, man. We got to in the house tonight. Yes, we do, man.
4: <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Titans in here. You know to go off, dude?
1: We ready to do this stuff? I'm
4: ready to rock, man. You ready
2: to rock? Yeah. Camera guys,
4: ready to roll. Mike, you ready?
1: Ready. Ready. This is free to hot box and exclusively available on Apple podcast and podcast. One. Hey listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcast one.com clicking on the support this podcast button. And there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show.
2: Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, At uh, this best and worst of the weekend, uh, David Ayers, what a story. Had a kidney transplant 15 years ago, now got to live out his childhood dream. Worst of the weekend, my Maple Leafs losing to a Zamboni driver from their minor league affiliate. (laughs) Uh, Here's another one. If Carolina wins the Stanley Cup, does uh, David Ayers get a ring? He should. Uh, Maybe a playoff share, something like that. All right, best and worst of the weekend. Fritzy is off today, so uh, oh, he just sent me his best and worst. So he mustered up enough energy to send his best and worst. Uh, Kansas uh, beating Baylor was his best. Uh, Worst is the Clippers have lost their third in a row, and they've lost twice to the Sacramento Kings this season. Uh, McLovin, best and worst of the weekend.
4: Best is going to be a guy you brought up, Obi Toppin at Dayton, set the record for the most dunks in a season at Dayton and had this sort of slam dunk contest win the other day. He's winning the slam dunk contest next year. Yeah, he's well, pretty talented. Uh, my, I'm not sure if it's best or worst of the weekend. I saw the movie 1917 uh, on Friday. Mm. And... I don't know if I liked it. It was kind of Saving Private Ryan, just World War One instead of World War 2 Don't
2: spoil the ending. It felt like that it was a movie that was more about the movie making of it yeah. than it was the the actual story.
4: And It had those cameos from those great English actors like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Colin Firth. I was into that. And our guy from Game of Thrones came into the... Oh, I can't say anymore. You can't tell me who it is? Well... Rob Stark, who died in the, you know, the famous Red Wedding, he has an appearance that's quite dramatic in 1917. Okay. Seton no O'Connor, best and worst of the weekend? My
3: best of the weekend is this rising star on the Portland Trailblazers. Have you seen him? He put up 32. Carmelo L-
2: Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> I know. It's nice that he got sort of a, a victory lap here. I, you know, I know that it's one of those when somebody says, and even this happened this morning, where somebody said, hey, did you see what Carmelo did last night? And then everybody's like, uh, what? Like you're not really following him because he's not in New York where he spent you know most of his career, but he had the game winner and scored, what, 30 points last night, picking up the win?
3: I'm not going to say this is necessarily my worst, but it's sort of the most interesting. And it is, it is the continued evolution in the NBA of exactly what is traveling through the body of James Harden. I know. Because that like Euro triple step that he did was fascinating. And then not only that does he get away with it, but then he goes down the court doing it too. Just like, oh my gosh, it's wild. He's like rubbing it in your face. But (laughs) he's kind of like, it's all an illusion because you have to watch it back and you're like, wait a minute, was that three steps or not? I can't really tell. And sometimes, you know, when he's doing the step back, you can fool yourself into thinking it's just two. Um, But that was like.
2: Well, you get the they have something called a gather step. Like, come on. Is that new? I, if you watch an NBA game now, if you took somebody from the 70s or 80s and you said, hey, you can get away with that, James Harden, and everybody carries the ball. I remember Iverson and Stockton were the first two that I remember you know, carrying the ball. Ramil Robinson at Michigan, like, they carried it. And they would call it. And now everybody carries. Like, it's... The reason why you break ankles, chances are you're carrying the basketball. All right, Paulie, best
0: Best of the weekend. Your XFL St. Louis Battlehawks, Dan, 30,000 they put in that stadium. Yeah. This place was going crazy. Worst of the weekend, if you're an old-school Indiana Hoosiers basketball fan, I know it's been a very long dry spell, but this headline has to hurt more than just about anything. Indiana Hoosiers upset the Penn State Nittany Lions in <laughs> basketball. If you're... If if you're an Indiana Hoosiers fan, you must be pulling your hair out to think, like, we're upsetting Penn State.
2: You would have thought that was football. Yeah. Indiana upsets Penn State. Oh, really? Football, huh? No basketball. Uh, Penn State got like 20 wins this year. Uh, Caleb in Oregon joins us. Caleb, thanks for holding on. What do you have for me? Hey, 5'10,
0: 195. Uh, I'll start. Worst of the weekend was uh, our uh, gender reveal. We had the uh, gender basketball that you're supposed to dunk and it explodes. I got rim checked.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you have video of this? Uh, there is video. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, yeah. but when, when you when you finish, stay on hold. I'd like to get that video. Maybe we'll show it uh, and on one of our live look-ins, if that's okay.
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay. And, uh, and then, obviously, best of the weekend is I will be telling my future son: not only did I dunk that, I did a three sixty between the legs. Of course, crowd went <laughs> All right,
2: you know what? You could just redo it. He'll never know, Caleb.
0: I, I can't dunk. I I was lucky to get rim. <laughs>
2: All right, well, hold on, and uh, Mario, one of the guys, who will get your information. Thanks for the phone call, Richard in New Mexico. Hey, Richard.
4: Hey, six two one eighty out of Oklahoma State. Uh, best of the weekend, uh, our Las Cruces uh, New Mexico State Aggies won the whack
5: uh, regular season title with their victory Saturday night. I believe they're the only,
2: uh, ours have the longest unbeaten streak in the nation at 16 games now. So. They're, they're tied with Dayton.
4: Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: So, anyway, and the worst was I got food poisoning.
2: Food poisoning? Yeah. From what? I haven't really deciphered that yet, but uh, it was not swept. All right. Well, thank you, Richard. Go back through every meal. (laughs) Hmm, Was it that? Was it that? McLovin, final results of the poll question.
4: Do you want to see a rematch of Fury Wilder? 57% say no.
2: I'm surprised. Uh, What
4: did you learn today? I learned that people don't want to see a rematch. (laughs) I think it's because it was kind of a one-sided fight, and they think that Fury would win again. is that well, Why?
2: because you have another heavyweight who is, is worthy of fighting Tyson Fury.
4: And also, it, I learned the tech song, hand-size song, didn't really take off. No, either. it didn't.
2: And we tried that in the first hour. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh, what We Learned brought to you by LegalZoom. If you have a small business, you want to be set up for success. Go to LegalZoom.com today. Take care of your business needs Enter the promo code PATRICK the box at checkout, legal Zoom, where life meets legal. Thanks for joining us. Always fun. Do it again tomorrow here. Dan Patrick Show.
0: Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, All you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary, and simply search for our shows to start listening.
6: All right, you guys. This is a very important announcement. I just got to try the new Bud Light Seltzer. Yes, that's right. Bud Light Seltzer. It's not a beer like you might think of when you hear Bud Light. It's a hard seltzer and... It is absolutely delicious. Perfect for if you don't like beer or if you're just in the mood for something new, maybe a little break from the old bottle of wine. So here's the deal. Bud Light Seltzer is 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and less than one gram of sugar. It's even gluten-free, so basically it's your new favorite beverage. It's light, refreshing, with a hint of fruit flavor. I personally love it for when I'm doing a little day drinking because it feels like you're just drinking a light, delicious beverage. And then you realize it's a little something-something in there. But really, it's great day and night. It's available in mango, black cherry, lemon-lime, and my favorite, strawberry. I mean, they're all pretty great, but the strawberry is just out of this world, so I highly recommend giving this flavor a try ASAP. Bud Light Seltzer is unquestionably good. Pick up a variety pack and try it for yourself today.
2: Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how.
4: Napa know-how.
2: At participating Napa auto parts stores. Exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20.